I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and that's Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. And welcome to Autism Building the Puzzle, one piece at a time. I am Sean, your host, and I'm back with another one, flying solo today. Uh, for everybody out there listening, please like, comment, subscribe, share our videos. We're trying to get the word out and share our knowledge and experiences um, of raising and a child with autism uh, to everyone out there uh, and try to help as many other parents, caregivers, and family members as possible, um, help, you know, pass on our knowledge and experiences and mistakes we've made, the things we've learned to, uh, basically make everybody else's journey just a little bit easier. So, um, yeah, like I said, please share, comment, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Um, we're on IG, we're on Facebook, got a group and a page, we got our Building the Puzzle website, buildingthepuzzle.com. It has our blog, um, Like It to Know It, a whole bunch of other stuff on there, information on our support group calls, everything. So check that out. Uh, today's episode is going to be a little bit on potty training. It should be a pretty quick one. It's something I realized that we, we didn't really go through too much um, on previous episodes, so it's something that I thought was uh, pretty important. And, um, you know... To kick it off straight off the get-go here, uh, the method we're going to recommend is Fox and Azrin. That's F-O-X-X and Azrin, A-Z-R-I-N. You could look up a lot of information on it. It's all over the internet. A lot of different people, uh, not just in the autism world, but a lot of different people, um, you know, recommend this particular method, and it's actually based on ABA, but it works for every child. So, uh, like we've said many times, ABA principles can be used to teach a lot of skills, even for neurotypical children. So, um, <clears throat> I mean, it's pretty simple and straightforward. Basically, no diapers. You're going to sit your child on the toilet every 10 to 15 minutes. 20 minutes, um, usually the more often you're sitting them on the toilet, the faster they're going to learn to potty train, um, you know, and it's going to be different for every child, uh, every child's going to take a different amount of time, now, when they go successfully on the potty to the bathroom, doesn't matter if it's number one, number two, pretty much irrelevant you need to make sure you have a reinforcer probably well actually I shouldn't say probably uh, definitely the most reinforcing reinforcer out there um, whatever that is whether it's food <clears throat> um, you know Grayson for Grayson it's yogurt is probably his biggest uh, reinforcer uh, along with his iPad but I would use the the yogurt for potty training over the iPad, but you guys got to figure out what your biggest reinforcer is for your child, and you need to have it ready on hand. So, you know, we have the yogurt out for Grayson as soon as he sits on the potty in case he has, uh, you know, 
you know, in case he successfully goes. Um, now, there, there's nothing wrong if they don't go. They're not going to go every time you sit them on the pocket. That's completely fine. Um, in those cases, you, you don't want to push them too long to sit on the potty either. A couple minutes. Um, you don't want to make it adversive. Okay? So, then we need to talk about what happens if they have an accident. So, if they have an accident, there's a couple different things you're going to do. First, you're not going to acknowledge it. You're not going to say bad or say we have to go on the potty. We don't do it on the, you know, standing here, whatever. We completely ignore it. And then, again, you're going to want to have something, you know, however you're going to clean it up. You know, everybody's a little different with how, whether it's carpet, hardwood floors, what have you. Um, but have some cleaning stuff nearby because you're going to clean it, but you're going to ask them to help you clean it. And after that, you're going to bring them right over to the potty and sit them on the potty. Again, doesn't have to be super long. We don't want to make it adversive. After that, obviously, they already went to the bathroom, so they're probably not going to go again. Um, you're going to take them off. And that entire time they're sitting on the potty, you're going to basically give them no reinforcement, very little communication, if any at all. We don't want them to feel any kind of a reward. We're not trying to punish them in any way, but we're trying to teach them a couple different things. We want to teach them that going successfully on the potty is a great thing, hence the reward. And we want to teach them that there's not a punishment, but there's a consequence if they have an accident, meaning they have to help clean up the accident. So, <clears throat> you know, not only are you, you know, uh, rewarding the positives, you're also not criticizing the negatives or shaming the negatives. Which, you know, a lot of years ago, I mean, that's how it worked. <laughs> you know, you tell your kids by, you know, yelling at them and telling them what they did was bad. You, that's, you can't do that, stuff like that. Obviously, you know, we've learned that that's not exactly the healthiest um, way to handle things emotionally for kids. So, um, you know, and that goes for a lot of different things with Grayson. I mean... When he gets upset, we try to comfort him. Like, his feelings are important. If he's feeling upset about something, you know, we don't want to say, oh, it's okay. No, we want to embrace his feelings and say, what's bothering you, bud? You know, what can we do to help you? What can we do to make make it better? You know, I understand you're not, you know, you know you're having a hard time right now. And, you know, that empathy goes a long way. And the criticism goes a long way in the negative. Um, it can really affect a lot of kids. Not you know, not everybody, but it, it's definitely something that can affect a lot of kids. So we definitely want to avoid the negatives, praise the positives. And in the negative, when a, a bad you know accident happens, something like that, we want to ignore it. Just like it's a challenging behavior. We just went over challenging behaviors again uh, recently. Um, <clears throat> Might have even been the last episode. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure. Uh, it was one of the last two episodes. 
but again, just like um, when there's negative behavior, we don't want to reinforce it. We ignore it. Don't pay any attention to it. Same thing goes for this. So, you know, as you can see, <clears throat> we're really taking an ABA um, framework and just adapting it to teaching the potty training skill. So, um, you know, for those of you that have ABA experience, it's going to be pretty simple for you to implement this and, and do this. Uh, for those of you that don't, um, you know, go back, check out a couple of our episodes on um, ABA. Uh, we have an episode on ABA. We have an episode on trials. Um, ABA is episode 14. The episode on trials is 61. Um, you know, and they talk about, you know, how to conduct a trial, how to, you know, how to perform basic ABA principles, all different stuff like that. So, um, yeah, those are really good episodes to refer back to, um, you know, if you need a little more background on you know, how to do ABA. So, like I said, <clears throat> you know, the, the accidents, the mistakes are inevitable, um, we did not try this approach with Grayson a number of times when we tried potty training. Um, it's It has been a challenge for us to potty train him. Um, you know, I think in the beginning, he just wasn't ready. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you, you, your kids just, you know, are ready for certain things at certain times. Um you know, some kids take a little bit longer to learn certain things. I mean, Gracie could read when he was two and a half. A lot of other kids don't do that. <laughs> Most other kids don't do that. Um, other kids are potty trained by the time they're three. You know, some kids aren't. Like Grayson, took longer to do. Um, and that's completely normal. Don't have any expectations going into it. Um... Obviously, prepare yourself because it is a big, time-consuming commitment and a major, major thing to work on. You know, I recommend if you're doing ABA, uh, whether it's in-home or at a center, definitely consult your BCBA about it. Um, I'm sure they know of Fox and Azrin method. Um, you know, but ask them what their opinion is, too. And, and folks out there, if you've potty trained your autistic child and you've had that experience, if you, you or any others... You know, please um, leave us some comments. Let us know what your thoughts were, uh, what worked, what didn't work. Um, you know, that's the kind of stuff we want to hear from you guys about so that we can, you know, add it into another episode and let you know, um, you know, what we're, what we're learning about. I mean, we can learn about stuff together, guys. Um, we don't know it all. We're not BCBAs uh, at all. We're just parents that sharing the things we've learned researched experienced and um you know i know we can learn stuff from some of you other parents out there as well um i'm sure there's things that we haven't gone through that you guys have and figured out um that would help us too so that's what we want what we're trying to build a community to do share good ideas support each other help each other so um that's about it I'm going to have some other really good episodes coming up. Stay tuned for our Preparing for the Holidays 
episode. Uh, that's going to be phenomenal. So definitely check that out. I think it's a very valuable, important one. Definitely a unique topic. For autism, building the puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson and Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they can be reached at Grayson-Company dot myshopify.com as well as on facebook and instagram as well as etsy on etsy they can be found at grayson and company toys